Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and this week, Joey solidified his final top six while also struggling with the process and being forced to repeat a lot of French. Joining me to break it all down is Us Weekly Associate Editor, Eliza Thompson. Hi, Eliza. Hi, Sarah. How are you liking the season so far? What are your thoughts on Joey, the French, everything? Um, I think this is one of the best seasons in a while. It's okay. very entertaining. Joey's a great bachelor. The, the women are great. There's a lot of good drama. It's just everything you want. I really liked this episode because the whole Maria, Leia, Sydney of it all was really getting to me mm-hmm. because I still don't think we understood, got the full story of what happened and I'm prepared to just never know because I simply don't care. I know the Women Tell All is going to rehash it, but this felt so refreshing to me to move on. It was still the Maria show to some degree, which we'll get into, but it was nice to watch an episode that wasn't all about that because there was three in a row that was all about that. Yeah, and we never knew what was really going on. No, we don't. Hopefully they give us some, like, unseen footage at the Women Tell All. Otherwise, I don't know how Sydney's going to, like, talk herself out of this one. Yeah, I mean, and then even that TikTok that Maria posted made no sense. It made no sense. It was like, there's more to come to light. Be nice to people. But also, I'm not the victim, but I'm also not, like, the villain. I'm not innocent, she said. I'm not innocent. She's not that innocent, Britney Spears. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The TikTok game has been very interesting for these women. I kind of want to dive into, which we will later, because I have some some, um, statistics for you. But... The women are getting a social media following for the first time in years. According to Bachelor Data, Susanna on Instagram, she's a queen and like knows Excel the way we could we could only dream of. She said this is like she hasn't seen growth like this since Matt James Girls. Wow. And Daisy, our front runner queen, has more followers than Zach, our last bachelor, more followers than Clayton, more followers than Charity. And she's been on six episodes of this show. Wow. So it's a sign that the bachelor's kind of back, but it's also a sign that Daisy is obviously like a front a runner favorite. and a fan favorite. But Maria has the second most followers, which is interesting because she's like half villain, half not but also has gotten the most screen time. So it makes sense. But they're getting these big numbers like 200,000, 300,000. And like Zach last season barely broke 250. That's interesting. Isn't it weird? Yeah. It does feel to me like it's back. It's back. I think it's the Golden Bachelor. I think people got sucked into the Golden Bachelor, saw the promos for Joey, and like he was just cute enough that they were like, I'm going to give this show a chance. I took a break. And it really does feel back. I also think that he is um, a little more interesting than our past two bachelors. Is he more interesting or are they editing him better? Because to even jump in to this episode, we start with vulnerable Joey. I saw someone post like the meme of Michael Scott like crying on the (laughs) swing set. And that is what Joey was giving in this episode in the beginning. 
And while my conspiracy theory says that this was actually a meltdown that happened after the group date because the women were kind of like not in great moods and very the group date situation has soured now. Like they're mm-hmm. over the like, oh, I'm on The Bachelor. Now they're like group dates suck because enough of them have gotten the one-on-one like treatment. So I kind of think this happened after the group date. But either way, it was like this perfect amount of like vulnerable Joey and we're like, oh no, is it not going to work for him? We're rooting for him. We feel bad for him. Like, we love him. Whereas, like, last week they saw him, like, be a little punny and silly. Like, they're doing a great job of showing his personality. That's true. I really think so. It was very smart of production to show this side of him. And he said, quote, he has a deep feeling that this might not work out. Do we think that's a sign? I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't tell if that was just, like, they told him to say that or he has like real anxiety. It was, it seemed like it came out of nowhere to me. His like narrative in his press interviews has been like a little dash of Ben Higgins. I'm unlovable. Like biggest fear is someone walking away, which I did not to toot my own horn or jump ahead too far. But like, I did predict on this podcast that Lexi was going to self eliminate. I thought it was going to devastate him more though. I thought that that was what the voiceover spiral was going to be. It was more so just like the show in general, I guess yeah. was getting to him. He's at that point where now he, like, is starting to feel guilty about, like, liking too many people. I think I also keep forgetting that he actually was Charity's runner-up, mm-hmm. whereas our past couple Bachelors didn't make it that far. True. So, like, when he talks about really, like, falling in love and it not working out, like, oh, yeah, he was, like, about to propose to her. Very and good I point. keep forgetting that. Very good point. Because Zach, like, self-eliminated from Rachel's season after yeah. whatever happened in that fantasy suite. Something else we never found out. Unsolved Bachelor Mysteries, part like a million. Why was Hannah Ann at La Quinta? Also, um, Clayton, Clayton... he didn't get that far. No, on, was, um, like, top six. Michelle's season? Michelle's season. Yeah. And they brought in those little kids to try to convince us that that would make him a good Bachelor. And then before that, Matt, he wasn't even on a season, right? Wow. He was just, like, Tyler Cameron's friend. Yep, he was supposed to be on Claire's season, but COVID got it pushed back, and then they just made him the Bachelor. Yeah. Wow, okay, maybe that's one of the reasons we also are, like, rooting more for Joey, because he believes in this process more because he made it farther. Yeah. Oh, that's unlocking something. I really like that. (laughs) Um, Before we dive more into the group date, I wanted to point out, since we kind of spoke a little bit about the ending and Joey saying that his biggest fear was that it doesn't work out, I did a little research, uh, as one does, and Jesse Palmer teased that this is something that is an unprecedented, shocking first in Bachelor history, which they say all the time, but they haven't used the word unprecedented since Peter Weber, okay. which was obviously a switcheroo situation, an attempt at one. It didn't work out for him. <laughs> in another interview, one of the showrunners told IndieWire that something specifically happens during the final rose ceremony that has never happened before, which is why they edited the first episode to include that, like, Joey breaking down and then kind of like a save by the bell, back it up, rewind, and they're doing these cold opens. So I kind of did a little math and a quick rundown of things that haven't gone as planned are The Bachelor doesn't propose, but that's happened before. The Bachelor picks no one. Brad Womack did that. The Bachelor changes his mind and opts for a runner-up, Jason, Ari, Peter. And The Bachelor ends up alone, which is like Clayton. So that gives us a few exceptions, which is Joey proposes and she says no. It's kind of up for debate if Clayton proposed to Susie, but I don't think he did. Joey proposes to a woman. She says no. And then he proposes to his runner-up, which would be iconic. Um, One of the eliminated women, like, returns to scoop up the final rose. One of the women ending... um, at the final rose ceremony, ends things, and then comes back and changes her mind. Those were, like, my most realistic things. One, do you think this is all just smoke and mirrors like ABC does? And two, what would be your guess as to what could be this never happened at the final rose ceremony before? I mean, I kind of feel like it's smoke and mirrors. We've been burned before. Mm -hmm. Although, 
Clayton season was truly wild. Truly wild. And so was, um, there was one recently before that, but I can't remember, but yes, Clayton, definitely insane. So like that was one where I was like, okay, this, they really, they really delivered. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that it would be the woman saying no. Right. But that's happened before. Yeah. So like, I don't know what would be unprecedented about that. I don't know either. I, I, but he is sobbing on the final rows. Like, could it be like he t- turns one down and then he goes, just kidding, come back. And then he has, has to break up with like the second one. Cause that's never happened know. before. That would be fun. Like he had to switch a route in real time. Yeah. I don't know. But he, al- he also just seems like such a good guy. I, know. I don't want him to like be ready to propose to two women. I, I want know. him to go in there with a Clear path. I do, too. And it feels like he will, but he's really upset at that row ceremony. Um, let's get into this episode more specifically. The group date. Jesse Palmer. He's from Canada. They told us 85 times. I didn't actually I forgot. know that. I, I knew, but I forgot. So it was a nice reminder. It was a nice reminder. We spoke a lot of French. It was giving Bradley Cooper speaking French, where I was like, Where does wow. Bradley Cooper speak French? Um, he's done it in a few interviews. Oh, is he Canadian? No, but he speaks French very well. Oh, okay, Bradley Cooper. I didn't know Jesse Palmer could speak French that well either. I, I was like, oh, I okay. I was impressed twice with Jesse Palmer in this episode. One, when he was speaking French, and two, when he seemingly announced the women on the group date without reading off a list. Usually they give out the card. Jesse oh, was I just calling names. And this is our bachelor who simply, like, got names wrong at his own rose ceremony when he was the bachelor <laughs> two decades ago. So I was impressed. Snaps for Jesse. He's been doing great. Um, this group date, a lot of French. Um, we got some poutine because we're in Canada. Mm-hmm. Jen was kind of like the star of this group date, which I kind of forgot Jen had had a one-on-one, but she was the one who went surfing. And she was like being very goofy, mixing her poutine with chocolate and hot sauce. Vile. Totally vile. vile. Totally vile. Also, the only other time they went to Canada, I feel like in recent history on the show, they also did this poutine date. Can't we like go to the Degrassi set or something? I mean, also... <laughs> You know, we're on the East Coast. Like, Montreal is not that exotic. No. You can drive there in six hours. It's simply not. <laughs> also reminded me, like, obviously the women pack a bunch of cocktail dresses, but, like, do they tell them to pack for cold weather? Because, like... They must. The one girl, um, Kelsey T, on her one-on-one, was wearing a tank top under that red coat. They must tell them because... I Well, well, it wasn't that cold because it was, it was the fall. You could see the leaves. Right. But so still, I don't know. I was just like, interesting. And they're staying in Canada for, they're doubling down on Canada, going, to, like, <laughs> staying there next week. Um, but as we mentioned, they play hockey. They're, like, dancing around him. They, one of them described it as culty, which made and That me was laugh. very funny. That was very funny. It did look like that. It was very Taylor Swift. What would you evermore. do if you saw, like, seven women dancing around one man in the middle of, like, I don't know, Times Square. I would call HBO and say, <laughs> I have your new mommy dearest or whatever <laughs> documentary. Like there is Mother God. Mother God. Like this man is definitely giving Keith Ranieri, <laughs> even though Joey is much cuter. And I'm sorry to compare him to a cult leader, but like that was definitely what that vibe was giving. <laughs> um, they also, as we mentioned, this is kind of like the women a little over the group dates. Kelsey A is kind of over it, but he kind of is able to talk her down and they're like, have the conversation where he has like zero doubts about her. Um, she was spiraling, but then she's back in the clouds. But Lexi specifically is on the brim. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. is telling the cameras that she wants to be engaged for not that long. She wants to jump in having kids. We learned last week about her endometriosis. Um, we also learned online that she actually froze her eggs right before going on the show. So she didn't talk about that part. Um, 
on camera as far as I can remember. No. But that would have been interesting, I think, to add to this conversation of like how that affects her timeline. So I kind of feel like she just doesn't like Joey that much. I, I might be harsh, but I kind of think she wanted it out. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know the specifics of her health problems. Of course But when not. she started talking about her timeline, I was like, oh, she must be, like, a lot older than the other women. She's not. She's 30, She's right? She's 30, um, which is not that old. No, and Joey's 28, so, like, compatible age-wise. So, you know, I just, I do agree. Maybe she was looking for just a way off the And show. that doesn't mean she doesn't like Joey. Like, I think that she handled it great. I personally think if I was on the show, a leaving on your own accord is the power move. You always get, like, a moment. If you leave at a rose ceremony, people, like, don't even remember you. If you leave and you're the one to be, like, to break up with The Bachelor, it's the boss move. People remember you. It could give Bachelorette edit if they, like, mm-hmm. talk it up enough. Um, granted, she also could just really, like, be in her head about it. If she did just freeze her eggs and she's going through this health stuff, she might have been, like... Listen, I went on a show that's supposed to end in an engagement, which in theory ends in marriage. So maybe she was taken aback by him being honest. Because I do think it makes more sense to have success on this show to be engaged for a little while. Yeah. But usually they break up, obviously. But some of them, some of the more successful couples, JoJo and Jordan were engaged for like six years. I was just gonna say then. Kind yeah. of COVID's fault. Um Matt James and Rachel not engaged but still together. Yeah. Definitely taking time to get to know each other. Um, Charity and Dotton uh, are planning to get married next year, so that would be around two years. Katie and Zach, still together, I think also getting married next year would be around two years. Feels like a normal, healthy timeline. Yeah, because on the show, you know them for what, like six weeks? And like that apparently adds up. If, you, if with your overnight, like two, 36 hours max, I think less, like of okay. actual time. Yeah. So if you were dating this person in real life, of course you would probably be with them for that long. Right. Before you got married. And some people date for several years, get engaged, and then because wedding venues are so hard to come by these days, have to be engaged for two years. Yeah. Or, I mean, well, I guess they don't have to worry so much about the money because they got those influencer bucks. Exactly. (laughs) Or that ABC will do your wedding if you let us pick the guest list, Gary and Teresa, while you have 50 (laughs) alums at your nuptials. Um, I like like Lexi. I think she... she handled herself well. She's obviously beautiful. I think Joey did like her. I kind of... He was upset when she left, but I almost feel like he was more upset, like, that someone left. Like, he kind of felt like that meant he was doing a bad job as The Bachelor, because I think he really did do a great job giving her validation, trying to understand what she was going through. Um, but it was pretty amicable. Like, he was upset, but I thought he would be more upset. It didn't last very long. Like, he, he moved on pretty quickly. Yeah. I think that was a testament, though, to him realizing he probably wasn't ready to, like, immediately have children. And thank you for doing that, Joey. Yeah. Because sometimes, the the always, it's always, like, a little, like, you got a pit in your stomach when one of the women, like, has a kid. And they have to be like, are you ready for, like, instant stepfatherhood? And, like, they kind of have to say yes. But, like, you know the answer is no. They're on the show. They're not ready to be a stepfather. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a great Zach moment, even though yes. he ultimately you know, t- turned out to be kind of chaotic evil. Yes. Oh, His that was it. Zach moment was, with, slept with too was many it Chris, Christina Mandrell? Yes, yes. That's her name? Yep. Engaged and, to Brayden. Engaged to Brayden. But she had the daughter, yes. and they had that great conversation where yeah. he was like, I just don't think I'm ready for this yet. And thank you, Zach, for saying that. He's 26 <laughs> years old. Like, he was not ready. And her daughter <laughs> was, like, a little older. Like, it was, like, going to be, you know. Okay, very good point. Shout out to Zach. But that was what I was thinking of earlier. Zach had a chaotic end, too. Yeah. He, Him and Katie are still together, and she, like, forgave him, but he slept with, like, the wrong girl. He slept with Gabby. Yeah, and, and then, then, like, told Katie. everyone about it. That was crazy. Sex week. <laughs> Remember they called it sex week? Sex week. Man, this show. Um, Jen gets the group date, Rose, which kind of surprised me, but he likes her more than I guess I realized. Um, and then Jess 
is goes for, I think she said last week she was falling for him. This week she says it again, really trying to secure that one-on-one. And instead, he says, it's time to pack your bags. I mean, look, I like Jess. I thought she was a sweet girl. It seemed like they spent no time together. Yeah. I, I was surprised by how broken up she was about this. Yeah. Because it just it didn't seem like it was there. She was I doing was the, Team Joey. Team Joey. She was doing the sobbing in the car, like playing it up. I think I think what I'll give her the benefit of the doubt is this is now their second location they're traveling to. You've been on the show, even though you've only spent like No the third. Third location. This Spain, is the third. Malta, Spain, oh my God, and right. now Canada. Canada. Okay, so they've actually been filming this show for several Malta, weeks. Malta, old school vibes. I forgot about the old school vibes in Malta. Shout out, Joey. <laughs> um, Gypsy Rose loves you. Um, I forgot about WoW. Okay, so this is they've been they've been on this journey for a while. So even yeah. though she doesn't really know Joey, she's emotionally like exhausted and jet lagged and jet lagged <laughs> and like has been giving her all to this show, been dragged to different places to not even get any time with him. So I'll give her that. I think that that's what it is. I think it's the jet lag. I think it's the emotional exhaustion because the more you travel, the less time you you, you really get with the Bachelor. But you are like with the girl so much, like you're in it. Like the show becomes your life. Like yeah. this is. It's a lot to travel without a phone and be sucked into it. So I think that's why she was crying. Didn't get to say goodbye to the girls, which I think was another reason she was more upset. Um, but Nick Vile just last week was giving Joey some crap, which you know he likes to do, saying that he needs to man up and break up with some of these girls he doesn't like during the dates. And obviously Nick said that without watching this episode and didn't know what Joey was going to do. Um, but I think this was the perfect amount of time. I don't think earlier, I think if you break up with someone before week six, you're not giving them a fair shot. Remember when Rachel Reckia did that with that poor guy she went on her first one-on-one with and then like ended up making out with him in paradise? No, I don't remember. Okay. Well, Rachel, <laughs> I like honesty. Rachel Reckia broke up with the first one-on-one date guy she went on. It was like Jordan okay. S or something. Okay. And it was like, Rachel, like, I think maybe you're being a little harsh on the process. Yeah. And then she was in paradise and they like went out in paradise. They didn't end up together. But okay. I think before week six, I don't think you need to be sending anyone home during a group date. Like you can wait till the rose ceremony. Yeah. Unless they do something like beyond the pale. Right. Or, like, asked to leave. Yeah. No, I think Joey's playing that great. Um, again, Jen gets the group date rose, and our, we have two one-on-ones. Kelsey T, slight run and jump. She's calling him JoJo. I didn't love that. I didn't either. Where did, did that come from? Did he say that was what he likes people to call him? Did anyone else call him JoJo but Kelsey T? I don't think so. Is she trying to solidify her, like, her little thing with him, with this nickname that no one asked for? I mean, maybe he likes that. Maybe. Some of the other women, I feel like we're calling him Joseph. So we were getting a lot of play on Joey this week. I we know. got Joseph and we got JoJo. Is that his real name? I don't know. Unconfirmed. That, that reminded me of how some people call Harry Styles Harold, even though that's not his real name. Okay. You know, this like, really Harold, cool. what are you doing? And he's Harry on the birth certificate. I don't... Oh, you God. said that with confidence. It's. I don't know what... if. I think it's just Harry on the birth certificate. It's definitely not Harold. Okay. But Joey, I don't know. We don't know. We need to dig up Joey's birth certificate. Yeah. This is a case for Long the form. FBI. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's JoJo. I don't know if it's Joseph. But that really, the, one of the main things that stuck out to me on Kelsey T was JoJo. Um, and he likes her more than I thought. I felt like, you know, I'm not great with the faces, the names no, no until like, you know, hometowns. Totally. Um, so when he pulled her out for the one-on-one, I was like, who? <laughs> who is and, this <laughs> And yeah, they seem to really have a great connection. Yeah, they really did. He really likes her. Yeah. I think she could be top four. Maybe top yeah. three. Yeah, I agree. But I'm a little confused. I wish we got more info on the cults she was in. Um, all she said was religion. She didn't say cult. But because I had cults in my head from the dancing earlier. And then she was talking about how her dad, 
like kind of disowned her briefly because she didn't want to be in their religion. I have a theory about this. Mormon? No, I think <laughs> I think Jehovah's Witness. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I wish they they named names. I want to know. I, what I mean, is. I meant to actually check on Instagram and forgot because I was wondering if like people had been talking about it. To not be supported for going to college is wild. Like that was one of the things that her dad didn't want her to do because of religion. Like that's yeah. pretty like intense. We need to do more research. We need to do more research. I need to know more. Kelsey <laughs> T, I hope you get a hometown, and I hope your dad agrees to be filmed and explains. Moonlight is religious scholars. Yes, please do. I was quite confused by that. But also, like, was this date that she was opening up about this happening in a church? There Wait, was, was like, it? It didn't really. It was, like, a huge venue. It wasn't like there were, like, pews or anything. But there was, like, a religious, like, painting at one point behind them. Oh, I didn't notice that. So it seemed. And it was, like, they're in Canada. It wasn't like they were, like, in Rome that we were just getting, like, casual, you know, artwork. I don't know. I, I also need to, like, look back into that. But I low-key think there was, like, a religious undertone to the venue they were in in which they made this poor girl then talk about her religious trauma. Um, I also thought it was a little wild that we had, like, gotten no screen time with her, and she just immediately told this very traumatic story. Well, she knows. She understood the assignment. She yeah. knows this was her chance. Yeah. And the Cirque du Soleil of it all was fine, but, like, did you catch his palm tree tattoo? No, I didn't. Joey has a palm tree. Where? On his um, arm? Right here. What, your forearm? What is this called? Yeah, forearm. Your forearm. You can't see us. Um, his forearm. He has a palm tree. He lives in Hawaii. But that was what the Cirque du Soleil, I was shook. I had to rewind to confirm. But, yes, he has a palm tree on his. I loved when he, like, started getting motion sick. Me, too. I loved <laughs> Doing that, Cirque too. Doing Cirque du Soleil. I loved it, too. I love Joey. I can't help myself. He's he's just a great, great guy. He's a great little bachelor. Um, <laughs> obviously, she gets the rose. I think Kelsey T, both the Kelseys are one to watch. I don't know if Strong ABC contenders. would allow both of them to be hometowns. That feels confusing to, yeah. to the uh, average viewer. But I think at least one Kelsey is final final three. And I would have said Kelsey A before this episode, but now I think it might be Kelsey T. Could be final Wait, three. Wait, which one is Kelsey? Which Kelsey, Kelsey T was on the one-on-one. Okay. Kelsey A definitely got some validation this week. Like, he likes her. I think she's going home. You think she's going home next? Maybe, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, second one-on-one date, Maria. We're in the limo. She's speaking French. Joey doesn't know what jetem means in French. I know about three words in French. Je m'appelle Sarah, bonjour la fluke, because of Emily in Paris, and um, jetem. Jetem. Like, and obviously, you know, you're Lady Marmalade, which she also tried, and he clearly was up on that. He didn't repeat it. Kind of crazy that she got him to say I love you several times. Yeah. How, I, well, I don't know. How did he not know? How did he not know? <laughs> These two confuse me because, one, it's so wild, too. Maria's just gotten so much screen time. Like, I can't remember the last time we saw a contestant that we know so well. She's gotten too much screen time that I don't think she wins. I think she is also going to be in hometowns and be eliminated maybe around there, too. Um, but they, like, they were all over each other, but also give, like, friend vibes. It was so confusing. They have a strange dynamic. dynamic. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I definitely don't think she's going to win. No. Which is unusual because she has gotten so much screen time. But she just does not feel like a serious contender. No, I agree. And it feels like she feels like one of those contestants. But I feel like I've talked to a lot of the leads and they always have one or two people. You maybe one that they keep around because like they're fun. But they and like if filming the dates with them is easy. But like they're, they know like it's probably never going to go anywhere. And I think that's who Maria is to Joey. Maybe I'm like underselling their connection because like to keep her around through all the drama obviously means he likes her. And they were like pretty all over, like, on top of each other in that limo. But then it was almost like she was, like, joshing with him, like, kind of hitting him playfully. Like, it was <laughs> like, I just couldn't figure out what was happening. But, like, my biggest takeaway was I hated that dress. 
Oh, I didn't like it either. All the dresses she tried on. The Cinderella date is a classic on this show. I hated everything they put this girl in. She's obviously beautiful. None of them fit. But that sparkly green, it was just not it. I... I didn't really think about it that much, but now that you're mentioning it, I'm like, yeah, I, I, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I she's I just feel like she's beautiful, and it was giving like Meghan Markle's wedding dress didn't fit. I mean, also with the Cinderella date, I'm like, I do wish they would like fix their hair or like give right. them some glam. Mm-hmm. Like she's a beautiful girl, but like put her in an updo. Yeah, that do dress something. needed like it, yeah something else. It with needed it. some drama. It needed drama, and Maria has been through enough. But like, I think we needed an updo. I think you're right. Yeah. It also made me laugh when she thought she was gonna have to jump out of a helicopter when like they just put you in this dress. Now you're gonna jump out of a helicopter in this. Wait, that was after she already put the dress yeah, on. Yeah, she was in the dress. Oh, I she didn't... was like freaking out when she saw the helicopter. But like, no, it was just a classic helicopter date. Well, maybe she's afraid of helicopters. Maybe. I mean, maybe she saw that episode <laughs> where Rachel Kirkconnell like got injured jumping out of the helicopter at Nemecolon. <laughs> when I went to Nemecolon, I had the same pilot instructors. As you went to Nemecolon? I did for Matt James's finale. They brought oh my me there. God. It was so sick. I think about it often, which is why I just <laughs> found a time to bring it up right now. Um, but she's falling for him in ways she didn't expect. They have a private concert. Who was that? Because did she oh, say, is this ice? Um, that Spice? was that was feist. Feist. This okay, was I heard a spice. this Tell was a me. big topic of conversation on the elder millennials bachelor chat. <laughs> Give me everything. Who is okay. who is this? She was really popular in like the mid aughts to like early 2010s. Okay. She had a song on an um, iPod commercial. One, two, three, <laughs> four, and it's like all the people in the different colored outfits. She was also in the band Broken Social Scene. Okay. Um, she's basically like an indie music superstar. It was a big get for The Bachelor. Okay. It was kind of wild. We love my first Michael Bolton and now this. <laughs> they upped the music budget. You know, she's, she's, how do I say this nicely? Unusually hip for um, a Bachelor uh, one-on-one date. Do you date think Maria actually guests. knew who it was or do you think they told her? She might have because Feist is Canadian. Oh, okay, okay. So we love she's, that. You know, she wouldn't have to be like a big indie rock fan to like, no, okay, this Canadians is a Canadian. Respect the hell out of Canadians. They really do. They really do. So, and Celine Dion must have been busy. Well, you know, she's working on her health issues. Oh, right, I forgot. Okay, obviously, we had Lexi leave. We get to the cocktail party, and the women are on the brim because Jesse Palmer comes out and he makes it clear that despite the fact that Lexi left and that Jess was sent home during the date, there will still be multiple women eliminated. They clearly thought. They were either going to skate by with no eliminations or just one. Yeah. But no, we're not playing games here. We're going Mm-mm. to the final six. When they said that, I was shocked. But then when they like called it out and it was Daisy, Kelsey A, and a shocked Rachel, and Jen and Maria and Kelsey T already had roses, I actually wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, Caitlin and Leia like, make a lot of sense to be leaving. Yeah, he has barely interacted with them. Yeah. Leia um, was like, problematic last week and they kind of brushed over it. And Caitlyn, I like, was barely on it. She was the one who I think her family had the curse that like yes. they're going to be single forever or something. Also, do you think Leia regrets throwing that envelope in the fire? A hundred percent. She could have <laughs> stolen one of those dates and said, "Maria, f you. I'm going to be the princess." Yeah, she could have. That was so too bad. Stupid. I would have kept it. I would have kept it. Even if, even if like, you're not here to make it. friends. We're not. Courtney Robertson <laughs> supposed to be back on the podcast in a few weeks. We have to ask her about it because you know she would have used that one on one. Yeah. Although, you know, I guess Joey was like, oh, she's she's selfless. If it was me, if I was The Bachelor, I would have been like, I'd be like, that's a, that's a loser move. <laughs> You're out. You're not ready to play the game. I'm out. <laughs> you know, ABC must have been so pissed when she did that. It wasn't great, like, it's 30 seconds, but it could have lasted for episodes. Like, the yeah. haunting of the car. Dangling it over. Yes. Like, who am I going to, am I going to take the Cinderella date? Am oh. I going to take the I mean, Cirque du Soleil date? she would have been such a villain, but it would have been epic. Yeah. Oh, Do girl. it again. 
give it to somebody who's not afraid I know. to make enemies. They, oh, oh, God, it was so good. Um, I still think Daisy's the front runner. Oh, I agree. I didn't love her, like, green bad prom dress fit that she was wearing at this rose ceremony. I've been very harsh in the fashion. I apologize. Um, but I think the foot rub... If he's given her foot rubs and, you know, their ABC is giving her just the right amount of screen time. Like, they're reminding us, like, Daisy's still here. He still likes her. But they're not, like, overpowering her mm-hmm. with, like, too much. I think she's got it in the bag. But, um, you know, we have our final six. What's your takeaway? I definitely think Daisy's a front runner. Like, to me, it's just so obvious that I yeah. can't even think of who else is going to be top three because it just feels irrelevant to Maybe me Maybe one point. of the Kelseys. I don't know. Jen confuses me i feel like they're kind of setting her up for a little bit of villain is when she brought him into the piano room and they were all like watching him i was like this is really unnecessary and like joey what are we doing here playing the piano although i don't know maybe maria could go to top three you think maybe we're definitely getting home down with maria we've spent too much time with her for her not to get on that's true they're gotta see it through but i don't know i i don't think i don't know Someone has to be in the top three. And if Daisy doesn't win, then everything I know about the show is a lie. I mean, this just feels like uh, you're not a drag race person. But this no. feels like last season of Drag Race where it was okay. just like, Sasha Colby's going to win. We knew it the whole time. Sometimes it's just that clear. They can't <laughs> hide it. They can't hide it in the edit as much as they want to. And I think Lexi was one of the bigger competitors. Um, and then she left, so. Yeah, that was like, she had probably been in my top three. Yeah, me and too. And then, no, it's a good thing I'm not doing a fantasy Bachelor League this year. Yeah, me either. I think feeling? When, when I read it to Joey, I read it my top, top four. I think I had Lexi in there. And he just, you know, smiled because he couldn't tell me anything. Um, we're staying in Canada. Cheers to love, A. Disappointing. In, in, in Montreal? My or to, no, like, we're going to we... Jasper. I don't know where that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the mountains. It yes, looks beautiful. It does, but, like, I don't know. I felt like, I guess we've already been so many places, like, maybe the women are just really tired. Um, but I'm surprised we're staying in Canada. I thought it was weird they didn't go to another European country. Yeah. After Malta and I Spain. Know. Like, where do we go from Canada? And then we go back to Canada? Maybe they're staying there so then the hometowns, like, we don't have to go back too far? Maybe. And then maybe they'll go really far out for the final. I mean, I think, again, we're just biased because Canada is so close. Right, I know. And geography's certainly never been my strong suit. So who knows? I don't, I'm not good at mapping it out. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was a solid episode. I really, I really like Joey. Any other takeaways? Um, I just love Joey. I think he's a great Bachelor. Me and too. I had been feeling some Bachelor fatigue. And I'm, you know, between this season and the Golden Bachelor, I'm fully on board. We're back in. Any Bachelorette hopes? Ooh, that's a great question. Um... You know, I honestly think it would be interesting to see Lexi as a bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a bachelorette who either is really open about the fact that she wants kids right away or already has kids. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we've... Have we? I know we had one with kids before, but I think it's well, been a Jason while. Well, Jason Mesnick was a single dad. Um, have we ever... Oh, Emily Maynard was a single mom. Okay. But it's been like 10 years for both of them. So it's been a long time. Like, I think there's often... There are contestants with kids. Yes. But the bachelor or bachelorette, it doesn't... It's not as much of a thing. Yeah, and that raises the stakes. And I think it raises the stakes, makes it a little more interesting. So yeah, I think that would be a good one. All right, Kelsey A and her frozen egg. Lexi Lexi and her frozen eggs. Let's do this. Um, Eliza, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. And everyone, don't forget to come back next week for another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. 